You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 209. Our goal as wholesalers is to solve that problem, create that solution, and understand that they may not always get the price they want, and you may not always walk with the contract price of what you got it for you want, but that's a negotiation. No one's ever going to leave a negotiation 100% happy, but it doesn't have to be personal. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. All right, listeners, we've got a special guest today on Wholesaling Inc. I am so excited to be here with you this morning. I'm holding two checks in my hands that just got dropped off to me. One of them is for $11,849.97, and the other is for $12,000. They both came from wholesaling deals, from houses that I've, I never saw, from sellers I never met. I love wholesaling real estate. It is phenomenal. If you don't know me, my name is Tom Kroll. I am America's number one wholesaling real estate coach. If you don't know what wholesaling is, wholesaling is a niche market in real estate where you can make a fortune by simply finding consistently discounted properties in your neighborhood and turning those deals for massive, massive profits very, very quickly. Even if you have no experience and you're starting at rock bottom, because we all know that rock bottom is the strongest of foundations. So I'm super excited to be with you today and to provide some really amazing information. We have an amazing, amazing guest today. So honored to have him on the the show. This is a young man who lives in Tennessee who just started in this business. He's already done over a million dollars of profit. He has only been in the business for a year and 10 months. You guys, what are you waiting for? Get into wholesaling right now. And what this guest is going to be sharing with you is how to negotiate those great deals with the sellers. This is a topic that you guys write in about all the time. Everyone asks about this. How do you speak to the motivated sellers? How do you negotiate these deals? Do you need to be some master negotiator? He's going to get down and dirty and right to the meat and potatoes of how to do that. You guys know me. I'm going to hold him. Uh, I'm going to hold his feet to the fire. I'm going to pull out some great information from him. We are going to put him in the hot seat. So I hope you guys are strapped in and ready for an amazing adventure. And remember, guys, use this information today. As soon as our guest, and his name, by the way, is Zach Tetley. He's an amazing young man. As soon as he gives you some information, use it. Try it today. Don't be a philosopher. Don't be in education. Replace philosophy and education with massive, massive imperfect action. So make sure that as soon as you listen to this podcast, take a few points away, cold call someone on Craigslist and try these tactics today. Go out and meet a motivated seller today. Make sure you're making five offers to motivated sellers every single day. Let's get started with our guest. Zach, can you hear me okay? Yeah, Tom, I can. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, brother. It's a pleasure. I've been watching you for a while. It's amazing. I actually thought you were in the tribe, but I found out this morning you're not a student. You were just like a renegade rhino who just went out there and, and got some information from some of like our students, I guess, Spencer Shadrack up in Tennessee, who's a total beast. So that's really awesome to know that our, our influence kind of goes you know, that far out, which is amazing. So it's super 
Super awesome to have you on the show today, brother. And I can't wait to discuss this awesome, awesome topic. But before we do, can you tell us kind of a little bit about yourself, about how you got started, what you do and how you do it and and all that. So everyone kind of knows where you're coming from on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up uh, in a middle-class family in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Both my parents were hard workers, um, never really uh, understood the terms of uh, leverage and making money work for them. So I had a wonderful lesson in life on how not to use money. Right. I uh, ended up in the restaurant industry, worked for Chick-fil-A for about seven years as a logistics manager. So I uh, spent my days pleasing people and, and solving problems and being a steward in the community. And now I get an opportunity with wholesaling to solve way bigger problems and get paid and enjoy that time with my family instead. Is it amazing how, guys, if you kind of just rewind what Zach just said, it's always the people who start with service, with being a servant, with helping others, right? I mean, when they asked Jesus, what were the two most important commandments? Love me, love God, and love others. And I'm telling you guys, this is so consistently a common thread that runs amongst the most successful real estate investors out there is being a servant. It's just funny to hear that so consistently on this show, but uh, that's awesome, Zach. Good stuff. So, so you've been doing this for a year and 10 months? Absolutely. Yep. I met my current partner about 14 months ago, and we started a company called Nexus Home Buyers, and we've been in that company since June of last year. That is incredible. And you have done an incredible amount of revenue in such a short amount of time with not any experience. So let's cut through all the fat and let's get right to the meat and potatoes because what our listeners want to know is how are you, and obviously you're negotiating really, really super low deals with these homeowners. So I want to know how you're doing that. Before we jump into that though, just tell me so everyone can kind of repeat your success. How do you find the deals because I know you're in Tennessee, but when I asked you where in Tennessee, you kind of named like three or four different cities. So are you doing your deals virtually or how do you actually do your deals before we kind of get into? So the majority of our deals are in the Knoxville, Tennessee market. Uh, it was kind of a market that my partner and I evaluated after he had spent some time in Nashville and, and watched the market shifting there. And uh, it was a market that we felt like was being overlooked and we saw a lot of opportunity in the numbers. Okay. And we uh, set up our website in that city and exterior markets would be Chattanooga and Nashville where we do some deal flow that is virtual. We're blessed to have some awesome boots on the ground, which are people that are able at a, a drop of a phone call to go look at a property for us and help us make the right decision with a few pictures. Okay, there's so many people who are listening who are gonna have this question. I already know, guys, how your brains work, right? So I'm, cause I'm thinking the same way. First of all, there's a lot of listeners who do wholesaling virtually. And for anybody who doesn't know, virtual wholesaling just means you do deals, but outside of where you live. So you do them over the phone. What is the criteria you pick when you say Knoxville looked like a good city? What was the data that you were looking at to determine that a city is a good place to do virtual wholesaling in? Uh, We saw that there was a minimum of 200 to 250 cash transactions through a solid few group of buyers. In a year or in a month or? In a month. In a month. On a monthly basis. Okay, guys, pay attention here. Okay, anything else? This one of the criteria also was that we saw the the cash as is transfers were at a low economical amount where we felt like the spreads, the amount of money to be made on the property with the general cost of labor in that, because let's face it, lumber costs down where you live, Tom, the same price as what we're going to pay up here. The only difference is that labor market for contractors. So you guys make sure you take this note and write it down. The only difference is only going to be the difference in labor, lumber costs, but lumber costs. Okay. So I don't understand the second point that you suggested. So if I'm trying to evaluate, you said cash over cash. 
what uh, cash as is meaning like the properties that weren't being sold with mortgages. We saw the price transfers of what people were buying properties for. Okay, so you're talking about when a cash buyer buys a property for cash, what is he paying for the property? And that is compared to, to what number? That would be to compare to what number it got relisted for and sold once the repairs were done. Okay, so hopefully everybody understands that. So what Zach was looking at to determine if a market was a good virtual market was 250 cash transactions in a month, plus what the properties that were selling for that were getting paid for by cash, meaning there was 100% equity, compared to what they were selling for after that cash buyer put them back on the market. Is that accurate? Yes, that's 100% okay. right, Tom. Perfect. I'm not that good at real estate. I'm so that's a, Hey, so, nor am I. We don't have to be when we wholesale. Real absolutely, estate. brother. So, so so that's a good point to me. So I just want everybody to understand how you did that. Okay. Go go ahead. I'm sorry. We felt like there was a severe need for more inventory in that market and we didn't see it available on the multiple listing service after we interviewed a few real estate agents. I had just moved to the market. My partner is much better at the tech side, so him going and interacting with sellers and aside from getting our systems and our marketing and dealing with the buyer pool that we worked with, we felt it was the best situation to have Knoxville, me on the ground there, and that's how we built this business. Beautiful. Okay, got it. So that is awesome because I know there's a lot of people with virtual who are going to be asking that question. Okay, so now you send out your marketing. How are you mostly finding your homeowners who are motivated to sell quickly? Through what marketing channel are you using? Okay. So we, we use uh, direct mail has been very fruitful for us. Uh, we, we have a 5X return on direct mail. So for every dollar I put in that ATM machine for direct mail, we're getting $5 out. And it's been consistent that way for us over the last 12 months. I completely love broken ATM machines and I have one in my market also. So I'm with you. And I, I also agree that I think direct mail is still the best way to do it. There are new channels emerging, but I agree with you. Anyone who's starting, who's listening to you and they want to get started, can you tell us your top one, three, five lists that you would say, okay, if you mail to these lists, we're getting a really good ROI on these particular list of homeowners in the area? Absolutely, Tom. Actually, I learned one of our, our most successful lists off your podcast. We like to target the 24-hour arrest record. Yes. Yes. Isn't that an amazing list? Nobody really targets that list. Now, can you tell for our listeners, because I know this is different in every single county, city, municipality, and township, how do you find that list? And do you do it? Do you have a virtual assistant who does it? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure, absolutely. So we set out my business partner. He's in charge of pulling all of our marketing lists together, and he found it off your podcast. Okay. Uh, my my partner is Matt Bigak. He's an awesome guy. Awesome. And he looked online, 24-hour arrest record. You type in your county name, and generally you should be able to pull up some form of a police blotter. And what we do is we look for the name that's arrested, and we compare it to property records. And as long as it's not an apartment or something along those lines, it's or a trailer we will uh, go ahead and either that's either a tenant or one of the lease leases guests, or that could potentially be that homeowner. And then we mail them. And then we also always cold call those leads as well. Okay. So I just want to pause here for a minute for everybody to hear this. So guys, number one, the first thing I want you to realize is Zach is on this show as a total go-giver, right? So one of the things that people always ask is, what do I have to do to have? What do I have to do to have? But what Zach is showing you right now is more important. Who do you have to be to have? Always be thinking be to have rather than the 99%, which is do to have. Then the 1% always, it's 
be to have. So I want you to see, guys, that he's not afraid of competition. There is no such thing as competition, only collaboration. He's on here sharing this information. There is absolutely no financial benefit for him to do this. We're not paying him to do this. He just wants to help change people's lives. It shows you his heart, who he is as a man, as a person. So be to have is so important. And I want you to understand this. This is a individual who has made a tremendous, more money than people make in years and years of work. He's made in in a year and 10 months. And I really want you guys to understand, you should go back, take this advice. When somebody who's in his position is saying, hey, this is ABC, this is how we did it. There's no obligation. He's just doing it out of his love to share this information. Take this information down and it's repeatable information. He's telling you the best list to find motivated homeowners who want to sell their home for pennies on the dollar. And if you can get good at finding properties at pennies on the dollar, I don't care what your exit strategy is. You will become a millionaire in a very, very short amount of time. So really listen to this information, guys. This is this is liquid gold that he's sharing with us right now. So Zach, sorry, I just wanted to emphasize that, you know, what you're talking about right now is so important for people who are just starting out and they're, you know, things might be rough right now. This is gold information. Yeah, it's free. It just takes a little bit of hustle out of your end. I mean, you can get on there and that information's there in public record for you guys if you're willing to do the work. Bam. All right. So 24-hour rest record, it doesn't get much better than that. And by the way, guys, I totally agree with Zach. I think that's a game changer list. All right. So now here is the list. You send out your marketing, in this case, direct mail. You're sending it to a 24-hour recent arrest record list. These people, now they call you back. Do you guys answer the phone live or do you, t- do you go on a voicemail or how does that work? Uh, no, we actually have a call center that's based on real estate services that specializes in lead intake. So okay. they handle all of our inbound for all of our marketing streams. Is that a private, like internal, you guys do that? Or is it outsourced to a company? And if so, can you share who that is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we use uh, Justin and Ryan Dossie at Call Porter. We've been through probably three to four call service companies in the last uh, year. And we made the change to Call Porter and that's callporter.com, Tom. You guys, callporter.com with Justin, it was, and, and who? And Ryan Dossie. And Ryan Dossie, guys, right there, more gold. Okay, the calls come in, and now what happens at that point when you have a motivated seller? They pass the call to you. Do you guys go out to the property? Do you send somebody to the property? Just lock it up over the phone? What, what does that look like? Uh, for us, what we do in our market, it's a little more relationship-based than in Knoxville, which is our primary. I would say you know, the 80% of our deal flow that we target heavily is in this market. It works a little better if we go ahead and gather some information. They have the ability to use a, a program called schedulonce.com, yep. no, wow. and they schedule our team member, our acquisitions managers, based on their schedule. No matter how many calls are coming in, nobody can overschedule somebody because the software won't allow it. Right. So they get a lead intake form on Podio that goes into our CRM. And it goes through our lead process from there. And then I have a virtual assistant that will follow up and double confirm on the morning of our appointments. We're so busy that we have to verify that those sellers are going to be there so I can get someone else fit in if they're not going to be able to meet with our acquisitions team. Got it. This is so beautiful. Okay. Now let's get to the meat and potatoes. How do you guys get these properties so low? And just keep in mind, these are our listeners. They might be just starting out. They go to a motivated seller's home, somebody who's indicating that they do want to sell. They want to exchange price for speed and convenience. They want to exchange, guys, price. Give us a lower price for speed and convenience, which is what we offer as wholesalers. What are some of the one or two or three top negotiating secrets that you can share with us so that we can get these properties under contract at a low, low price? Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually blessed to follow one of your previous podcasts, uh, guest. His name is Max Maxwell. And uh, he kind of 
on some of his YouTube videos, you'll find uh, his word matching, which talks about positioning yourself with you and me versus the world. So in that position, I would say, you know, say we're at a point where we're sitting down, we're getting ready down to talk to numbers. Hey, Mr. Seller, uh, you shared with me that you want to sell this house and you're looking to get rid of all this yard work or whatever the headache you guys job in the, to this point is to make sure you're listening to understand rather than listening to reply because we can't do both. Right. So when I'm listening to understand that pain point, be it, you know, mom has dementia or the tenant got arrested, it's an arrest list lead or someone died, you know, the overwhelmingness of that property, we say, you know, you're looking to be rid of this issue. You want, you know, if they want to move out in the country or they want a condo in Florida near Tom, well, you want to sell a house and I want to buy one. Right. The only thing standing in our way is the market. We constantly position ourselves to where we're not to blame for our offer. The market is always the one that dictates our offer because we can never overpay for a property as a wholesaler. Right. I love that. So can you give me like a little mock conversation with a seller? Sure. Like, what does that sound like? Sure. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest here. I have a pretty clear criteria that we follow here at Nexus uh, when we're making offers. It's all based on the market. Let's hope the market cooperates with us so I can get you what you need. Let's put our heads together and let's make this work. Uh, I love that, especially for those of you that are non-confrontational. Let's say you're a people pleaser. That's the best way that I've found when I feel like I'm in a confrontational situation to pit myself with that seller. I love that. I love that. All right, beautiful. And so tip number one is called word matching? Yeah, it's, it's basically word tracking or word matching. You're basically modeling the seller into a conversational direction that you want to go on. You know, yeah. like if I have another thing that we can do, if you don't mind me giving a few more no, words. No, no, absolutely. Juice, dude. Go ahead. All right. So does anyone ever, uh, you guys may have heard of this before, it's two yeses leads to three. So Let's talk about, you know, let's say I know the square footage, the the size of the house, right? The total square footage. If I say, you know, hey, Tom, uh, looks like your house is 1,500 square feet. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. Looks like this house is a three-bedroom, two-bath house. Is that correct? Yes. Is there any reason why we can't get this done today, Tom? If I can come up with a price that meets your needs? No, we let's do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So like what I'm doing is I'm getting your brain programmed to give me yeses. Like right. that's our goal as wholesalers is to solve that problem, create that solution and understand that they may not always get the price they want. And you may not always walk with the contract price of what you got it for you want, but that's a negotiation. No one's ever going to leave a negotiation 100% happy, but it doesn't have to be personal. I love it. That is very good information, Zach. I love it. All right, good. So we are making progress here. So we got a new person. They're new, brand new wholesaler. They go meet with a homeowner. What other kind of tools can I use in my arsenal to get that property under contract at a low price? Absolutely. So the, the best things that you guys can do, let's make sure we have our comps together. All the as-is properties, let's get three to six of those that have sold, not the rehabbed ones, but ones that are in similar age within 10 years of condition. So if I have a house I'm looking at, it's built in 1948, I'm not going below 1938 and I'm not going above 1958 when I'm looking at my comps because the houses are all constantly changing over those decades. And we need to force that seller, if they have a high price point with those comps, to show us why their house is worth more. Put it on them. We make sure we, we know what uh, rehab costs are going to be. We come prepare with a sheet of, we get with a contractor locally and get a pricing on things and make sure that we're aware of what repairs are actually going to cost on that property. Because if we don't have the ability to, to judge accurate repair costs 
and accurate exit costs, then we don't have the numbers we need to formulate the right offer. Got it. Now, I, I just want to pause here for one second. So Zach has done a, a lot of deals in a very short amount of time. And Zach also has done some rehab deals. Now, one thing that we kind of, some people are new to wholesaling. So if after you do a dozen or two dozen deals, you can, I think, and Zach, you'd probably agree, start to really be able to better judge that based on what your rehab yeah. you're selling the properties for. I, so yeah, but I just, because I do want to let everybody know that you can do this, even if you have no experience, I think that one thing that we preach is build a very big cash buyer list. And those people, if you're not good at estimating repairs, for my personality type, it doesn't work. But I do know that we have engineers and teachers and CPAs and lawyers who are wholesalers. A great way to get that information is from your cash buyer list. They have years and years and years of experience that can help you kind of estimate if that's the direction that you want to go. So I just wanted to throw that out there in case it was intimidating anybody. Okay. So what else do you have for us? There's a book that I read that really uh, honed in our my negotiating skills here. I love it. I, let uh, me guess: is it Chris Voss? Never is never split the difference. Uh, yes, man. You know everybody. It's, everybody talks about that book. I love it. it. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites. It's so funny. Like we've asked a lot of guests, will say, you know, what is one book? And uh, Chris has been uh, just his book has been coming up and uh, again and again and again. So everyone needs to read that book. And I, what were some of the key takeaways you got from it? Well, it's you know you're never making the offer first. We're we're constantly positioning ourselves behind the sale or the close or or the negotiation. Like we want that individual to be pushing us in the direction that we want to go. I definitely feel strongly about that. You know, one of the best things I've noticed in my market, I'm from the South, is that when I listen more and I focus more on the pain point, negotiating can generally take care of itself. We've gotten contracts on properties where. We spent more time listening to the seller's needs and we didn't necessarily make the highest offer, but we, you know, service is always going to trump price, even in negotiation. So maybe the solution is that they need someone to help them move or, you know, they need a storage unit for a year with all the things if they're a hoarder. Like there's a number of things that are always going to supersede price and wholesaling. And that's where that, what I was talking about earlier with the the listening is where it's really, really important because they're going to tell you. You know, it's so funny you should say that. I totally agree. If you're brand new to wholesaling and you're just listening, or even if you're experienced, you'll understand this, is that the sellers that we are buying from, their most important thing, like most homeowners, is price. It's not price for them. It could be as silly as, like Zach just said, they're moving to a new location. They need a place to help store all of their belongings uh, for a year during that transition. And when you listen, you'll find that stuff out. If price was what was most important to our sellers, they would not be speaking to us. Wholesalers never win on price. Our sellers are not most interested in price. They are most interested in speed and convenience. So if you listen to them, they will tell you what is important to them instead of assuming that it's price, which will lead to disaster because wholesalers will never win on price. Very, very important. So yeah, Zach, I think that's a great point, brother. Yeah, man, it, it, it's definitely, and it's where I see a lot of wholesalers, uh, especially in my market, that are they're maybe new. They get hung up on on the numbers, and the numbers are are very very important. Right. But being able to look past those numbers to the situation, and being able to be solution oriented rather than being discouraged, and that follow up is so key. Even if the negotiation doesn't go well, when we position ourselves to where it's the market to blame we are leaving that door open. Hey, I know we couldn't come to terms today. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, 
I'd love to be able to follow up with you in a couple of weeks and see where you're at or if anything's changed. Hopefully so, the market can cooperate with us. I love that. And can you just, for our listeners, can you tell me how many of your deals are put under contract on the first visit or first event and how many are done through follow-up? I'd say 30 to 40% like on the first go around. We've really pushed on that. Our, when I first started, man, it was probably five, 10 to 10%. If that, like, I didn't know what yeah. I was doing. Like I said, I wasn't a rhino. So, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I just want everyone to hear that you guys, the money is in the database. The money is in the follow-up. Zach literally just proved that to you. It is so important that you your first impression with the seller is important because your follow-up is where all the money is. Yes, we do deals all the time on the very first visit, but the majority of deals are done through consistent follow-up. So it's so important that you look at this as a train that's constantly moving. You want to keep that train moving. The money is in the database. It's in the follow-up. So, so, so important. So Zach, thank you for just reminding us of that because that's like, it's so important. If, you know, if you're struggling right now with the follow-up where you're going to really make a big difference. So, so very key. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things I also like to share that I, that I would say in this business, uh, despise negotiation. So let's say you, you're out, you're taking some of these tools and you get beat up by a few sellers. Uh, you know, you, you touch base with them off Craigslist. This is what I tell myself when I get disparaged because in this business, there is great money to be made and there are days where you are learning lessons and growing beyond the person you ever thought you could be possible. I'm sure you could agree on that, Tom. 1,000%. Yeah, so I say to myself and, and I want maybe some of these listeners if this works for you guys, I say excellence can be obtained if you care more than others think is wise, risk more than others think is safe, and dream more than others think is practical and expect more than others think is possible. Bam. Where is that from? Uh, it was a quote I found random online about a year and a half ago when I was really frustrated. I had about four deals fall apart. And you know what, Tom, I don't know about you, but deals still fall apart on me today. Right. Oh, yeah. It happens. Right. So we keep pushing. So we're constantly taking care of tomorrow. Today is already is already good. So that's why we focus on our business. So important. Uh, that sounds very similar to what Jim Rohn teaches. So I love that quote. I think you guys uh, definitely adopt that into your worldview. But just to get back really quickly on valuations and getting the property under contract, I also think, guys, it's important. Um, don't try and figure this out. Just try to get results. The guys and girls, I guarantee you right now, 100% without, and Zach and I have never had this discussion before. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think, Zach, this is the first time we're speaking. Is that right? That's correct. We've uh, talked- so, so there you go. Well, yeah. So so here's what I would say is that you guys, I guarantee you, if I ask Zach this question, you guys, it's the guys and girls who get the most results that make the most money in this business. It's the guys and girls who get the most results. So the reason that Zach did a million dollars in a year and 10 months is because I guarantee you that he had tons and tons and tons of meetings he went on where he didn't get the property under contract or the deal fell apart or the buyer pulled out at the last second or there was a hiccup with a property. But here's the best answer to that. When you start to get discouraged and you're not sure about what price to put a property under contract for or if you did it incorrectly, just keep this in mind. If you put the property under contract too low, the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to make more money. If you put the property under contract too high, the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to have to cancel the contract. That's the end result. It's not a big deal. So take this with a light heart and joy and don't be too stressed out about all this stuff because Zach can help you get there with negotiating tactics and we can and all that other good stuff. But at the end of the day, persist, persist, persist because 
it's just results. The guys and girls who get the most results win. And Zach, I'm sure you agree. I mean, how many results have you gotten, you know, that were not successes, they were failures, but you learned from them? Uh, we're always failing forward, Tom. And and the way I definitely look at it in this business is if something teaches me a lesson and I make a little less money and I learn something and I better evaluate the next deal, then that's worth more than maybe a larger check on that deal. And it allows us to look at every deal differently going forward. Yeah, I totally agree. And we have very, very few deals that we ever have to cancel now at this point because we've done so many deals, but we have deals where the price changes all the time. As a matter of fact, we have one right now in Jensen Beach and um, we had a deal and we found out something that the seller misled us about or did not disclosed, didn't tell us about, and our profit margin definitely changed. But we learned a lesson. We're going to implement the little tiny process that we're going to make sure that that doesn't happen again. But that's constantly happening all the time. So so I think it's just, you know, the attitude that you have around it and the mindset that's so important. So awesome. Absolutely. So Zach, what, yeah, what's what's next, brother? What's next on your agenda? What's next for the rest of this year? What are some of your, um, you know, plans and goals? What are you looking at? Uh, well, we've got, I think, 15 under contract right now, properties that we're looking to close out. Some are Woo! taking a little longer than others. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, we are transitioning that. into a title company right now that can handle our volume a little better. Just uh, something for you guys as you grow. The Some of the team players you have on your team may not be able to handle the growth, and you may have a different realtor or a different team member or some of those people along the line may be different than what you start with. You guys, Zach just gave you liquid gold. I'm going to tell you right now from experience, Dan and I love, love, love our title company, but we use two title companies because two is better than one and you can be loyal to both and you can have a great relationship with both. But once you start to do like more than two or three deals a month, it's very important to have multiple real estate agents, attorneys, uh, title companies that you work with. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. That's a great reminder that we don't really ever talk about a lot on this show. Absolutely. So that and then my partner and I are going to be launching a new business uh, to service real estate investors with some of the online lead generation success that we've had. So we're going to take December. Uh, we're going to continue to market. I know a lot of people shut down shop, but our team's going to continue to roll. Uh, some consistency is key in this business, no matter what. It's so funny. So many people tell me, you know, they take off the month of December and a lot of people are, they're wholesalers, but they treat it as a job really more than a business. So what they do is they like shut down during the holidays. But I want to share with everybody a little secret that Zach just talked about, which he said, you know, you notice he just said, we're not shutting down during the holidays. That tells me two things about Zach. Number one, he has a business, not a job. And number two, uh, I'm telling you guys from my own personal experience, Christmas, Hanukkah, the new year, it is some of our most highest profit margin. Everyone else is out of business during those times. We are doubling down during the holidays and we make an absolute fortune consistently during those times of year. So right now the holidays are about to come up. They start around Thanksgiving, they end around the new year. Double down on your marketing efforts on, you know, you, you putting 100% in, put in 110%. That's some of the best times of year to make an absolute fortune. The time to start that is right now. So uh, yeah, I just, that, that's that's a great, that's a great point. It's funny how the people who make money are always consistently saying exactly the same thing, which is usually opposite from the people who do not. And also just a quick point too, uh, Zach, just to, if I could just make a quick note here, you guys, anyone who does have a wholesaling business where they're making a lot of money, but it's a job and not a business, go to Wholesaling Inc., wholesalinginc.com forward slash next level. Um, there is a new program out by Todd Toback where he teaches you exactly how to create wholesaling into a business that you own that is a servant to you rather than creating a job that you serve. So anyway, I just wanted to give a quick 
shout out to Todd Toback, who's one of the best wholesalers in the country, I think. But good stuff, man. I like that. So December. Yeah. So where can people find out more? Can make sure, You're going to have to make sure that you give us a link to that product. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes. And if people want to find out more about you or that service, where where do they go? Uh, the website's getting finished up right now. It's R-E-I-B-A-R-Marketing.com. And uh, it's going to be a service for real estate investors to make sure that their website's up there, you know, in the top one or two or three in Google. And that's honestly over a quarter million dollars in our revenue in the last 12 months has come from just online lead generation. Wow. I love it. Zach, bro, you are a great man for sharing all this information with us. I really do appreciate it. I know it's going to appeal to a large portion of our listeners for sure, especially the ones who are, you know, have backgrounds where it's a little bit more technical, a lot, a little bit more detail oriented. Yeah. They, they, they like that security of, of, you know, really looking at what's what. So we really appreciate it, man. And you guys, I think the biggest gold nugget from this wasn't even something that we were planning on is just again, you guys, a 24 hour arrest record list, you guys, nobody mails it super powerful. Uh, I, I can't tell you enough. I mean, so many deals and the way we found that list, by the way, is because we were noticing that People that we were buying houses from very often were just getting arrested. As a matter, of, yeah, as a matter of fact, it was a famous case here in my town uh, of a house that we were buying, a very famous case, and that's the house that we were buying. We had no idea, and that's what's that's what even prompted that whole idea. I don't remember all the background of it if somebody else had told us about it too. But uh, yeah, there's a little list like that: garage sale lists and 24-hour arrest record lists. Absolute gold, man! I love it. Absolutely, and uh, I appreciate it, Tom. And uh, the, you know, just one thing for everyone else uh, going forward is, you know, don't get discouraged, stay focused and keep listening to guys like Tom and they're going to keep having people on here that drop amazing nuggets. They're going to push your business forward. Zach, you're a rock star, man. Thank you for being a go-giver and sharing today. Thank you for everything that you do in this industry. And I learned a lot on this show myself, man. I think you're awesome. That's, that's incredible and really, really cool. So looking forward to meeting you in person one day. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, Tom. All right. Yeah, you got to make sure you make it to one of our events, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's good. I know. I need to get it on the schedule. Get it on the schedule. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Thanks again, Zach. Absolutely. God bless, brother. Bye-bye. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.